the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen exploring the faith that works matthew 17 verse 14 to 21 we said that your faith must work somebody say my faith must work and i see your faith working I see your faith working. Shout a believing amen. Amen. The Bible says, And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him kneeling down to him and saying, verse 15, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's an epileptic, and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire, and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 17. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perfect generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me here. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. Verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For Assuredly, I say unto you, if you have faith as a master seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Now look at verse 21. He says, however, this does not go out except by prayer and fasting. We established from the very foundation that three kinds of faith came into display here. The faith of the child's father, the faith of the disciples and the faith of Christ. All of them demonstrated some measure of faith. For the father to have taken the child, not to the hospital, but to the disciples of Jesus, communicated the man her faith. For the disciples to have met the man and laid hands, expecting that healing would take place, also demonstrated that they also had faith. But in both instances, we didn't see the results the man desired. When Jesus came on the scene, when Jesus laid hands and prayed, healing manifested. So we see that three kinds of faith, one of them worked, and that was the faith of Christ. And I see that your faith also is working. In the mighty name of Jesus. So the faith that works is the faith that gets the job done. Your faith will get the job done. Your faith will get the results. In the name of Jesus. The faith that works brings results. The Bible says that through faith, the elders obtain a good report. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, he says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. 
He said, through faith, verse 3, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things we do so appear. Verse 4, he said, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained a witness that he was rich, righteous, God testifying of his gift. By it, he being dead, yet speaketh. Verse 5. He said, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see there. And was not found because God translated him from before his te- translation. He had this testimony that he pleased God. Verse 6. Let's read it together. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God. Faith must work because faith is our principal access to God. Why must your faith work? We said it's our principal access to God. Somebody say my principal access. Say my principal access. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2. He says, therefore being justified by faith we are peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access into this grace. By faith, we have access by faith into this grace. God is not limited in any way. God is not lacking in anything. But your access is limited by your faith. God is not limited in any way. God is not lacking in any way. But your access to who God is, your access to all that God has is limited by your faith. When faith is in place, everything God has, everything God is, is accessible unto all. Praise God. Everything God has, everything God is, becomes accessible unto all when faith is in place. That's why faith is key. That's why your faith must work. Because when your faith is working, you have unlimited access to God. And when you have unlimited access to God, you have unlimited access to everything that God has and God offers. I see the best of God coming to you. I see the best of God coming to you. We also said that faith must work because until your faith works, you cannot stop the attacks of Satan. Attacks from Satan and his cohorts against you cannot be stopped without faith. Somebody say it cannot be stopped. Without faith. Some are dying under the weight of satanic attacks. Because the master key for stopping it is not there. You see, prayer is good. But prayer devoid of faith is nothing. It's just an exercise. One day, a gentleman went and wanted to cast out devils. Went and said, in the name of Paul and Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached. I command you out. The demon said, you, what do I, what, did I ask you for this trouble? As for Paul, I know his size. His faith is clear. As for Jesus, his name is exalted above every name. By you, what is your own size? Bible said, that was another story. That shall not be your story. Amen. The Bible said, above all, he talked about all the weapons of our warfare. 
warfare. In the book of Ephesians, it talks basically, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual hosts of wickedness. And it talks about the weapons of our warfare, the sword of the spirit, the breastplate of righteousness. And then he says, Having taken all of them, above all, taking the shield of faith. Somebody say, The shield of faith. Take the shield of faith because without it, every other thing you have taken is useless. Praise God. Every other thing will not produce the desired results without the anchor of faith. Faith is critical. Faith is important. And then, of course, your faith must work because all things are possible when faith is working. All things are what? I see all things working for you. I said I see all things possible for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. But not every faith works. Like we saw in the story we just read. Not every faith works. The father's faith didn't work. The disciples' faith didn't work. But Jesus' faith worked. So what's the difference? How can your faith work? We started by saying that the faith that will work is driven by love. Driven by what? Somebody said driven by love. When your faith is rooted and grounded in love. It can never fail. It can never what? Because love never fails. And when love is working in conjunction or in synergy with faith, it can never fail. Faith by itself can fail. I've been praying and praying and praying and praying. How long will I continue to serve God and be single? That's faith talking. Praise God. But when you love God, whether the man comes or not, that's not where you're looking at. In as much as you are trusting God for the man to come, those are not the conditions for which you serve God. I'm not complicating here. It's so critical. When love is in place, faith is strong. But when love is out of place, faith becomes weak. The Bible said in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth anything but faith that worketh by love. There are people who have given God ultimatum. By the end of this year, if I don't see this in me and you, bye-bye. The question is, who loses? <laughs> Between you and God, who will lose? Who needs the other? Faith that works is driven by love. Number two, faith that works comes through the voice of God. That's why you must train your ears to hear the voice of God. Every time you have an opportunity to either study the word of God or listen to the word of God in church like this, the voice of God is coming to you. The voice of God comes to us through the word of God. The voice of God comes to us. Sometimes while you are personally reading the word of God, the voice of God, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the voice of God. The voice of God, the voice of God, the voice of God. Number three, faith that will work is anchored by what? Hope. Somebody say anchored by hope. hope. (laughs) The Bible said, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 18. He said, who against hope believe in hope? Until you are hopeless, you can never be helpless. When hope is gone, faith will be ineffective. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12 all the way to 18, he says, that you be not slothful. Thomas said, don't be slothful. He said that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and what? 
Patience inherit the promises. I also wish I could talk about patience. He says, for when God made the promise to Abraham because he could swear by none greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely in blessing our word and multiplying our word and verse, he said, and so after he had patiently what, endured, he did what, obtained the promise. Look at verse number 16. For men verily swear by the greater. He says, this is what he means. He says that when two people have an argument, usually they will go to the one who is greater. They, you will not swear by something that is lesser than you. So when people have two issues, he says, I may count or two for or say to two nine. You won't say, say, make Asha nine. Praise God. Asha has a leg. But you won't say that because his leg is not so important. It can bring you massive returns. Now, the Bible says, when men have an argument, usually, they will swear by something that is greater to commit them to what they have said. When God also made a promise to Abraham, he wanted to swear by something greater. But he looked to the left, Looked to the right, looked at the front. Everywhere he turned, he could not find anything greater. So he said, I'm going to swear by myself. Because I am God and I'm God all by myself. I change not. I'm forever the same. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I swear by myself. The Bible said, God did swear by himself. And an oath is to them an end of all strife, so that Abraham will never have to doubt. Are you following what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. God swore by himself, committed his integrity. Abraham never doubted, I'm going to do this. But what happened? Wherein God willing more abundantly to share to the heirs of the promise, the immutability of his counsel. Now here, he's not just talking about Abraham, he's talking about us. He says God wants to show beyond to everyone that without a shadow of doubt, everything he's spoken, he will bring it to pass. Amen. He said, willing more abundantly to show to the heirs of the promise, the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, wherein by two immutable things, it was impossible for God to lie. We might have a strong consolation. Somebody says strong consolation. That strong consolation means peace of mind. Why? Because God has spoken and God is committed to what he has said. Praise God. Strong consolation. Those of us who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us. What is the hope? Verse 19. He said, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Both steadfast and sure. When there is steadfast and sure hope, then faith will always triumph. When hope is steadfast, that's why I told you last week, if you ever lose anything, make sure you don't lose hope. Don't lose what? Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. The moment hope is gone, faith will not work. Because faith, now faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence. So take faith is the substance when hope is absent, what do you have? You have nothing to look up to. That's why Job said, all the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change come. He said, rejoice not against me, O my enemy. For when I fall, there is hope for me to rise again. And when I sit in darkness, God shall be my light. He said, I know my redeemer liveth. 
that even after my skin worm destroyed this body, yet in my flesh I shall see God. I see you coming back alive. I said I see you coming back alive. Faith that will work is anchored by hope. Number four, faith that will work. I think it's number four, right? Faith that will work is action-based. Somebody say action-based. Faith that will work is not talking. Faith that will work is action-based. If your faith is going to be productive, you have to be busy. He said, don't be slothful. Don't be what? Don't be slothful. Lazy people cannot operate strong faith. The moment you are lazy, faith will not work for you. Praise God. Faith never works for the lazy. He said, don't be slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience. Because see, faith moves. And do you know what moves God? Faith moves God. But the thing that moves God is actually action motivated by faith. That's what moves God. The Bible said in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 3, he said, God is a God of knowledge. He knows all the things you are saying. I am healed, I am blessed, I am prosperous. God knows all of those things. I could have been sitting here shouting, I'm healed, I'm prosperous, and then the pain will be there. When I was jumping, I could feel it. But by the time I jump and jump, I jump out of that pain. Am I communicating here? That's how faith works. Faith is not just talking, faith is acting. Faith is what? Acting. The Bible said, talk no more exceedingly. You have talked long enough. Talk no more exceedingly proudly. Let no arrogancy come out of your mouth. I like this. He said, let no arrogancy come out of your mouth. For God is a God of what? Knowledge. And by him actions are what? Wait. Listen. Whatever result your faith will ever bring you is as God weighs your actions. As God weighs your what? It is the actions. When you're talking, God weighs your action and you're talking. And your talking is longer or bigger than your actions. Nothing happens. If you look at the book of Hebrews chapter 11, all the people of faith that the Bible talks about were men of action. Men of what? Men of action. Everybody uses faith to do something. We live in a generation of faith talkers. People talk a lot and they do little. I'm blessed. I'm prosperous. I'm the head. I know the tail. My finances are working. Go and check. They don't even tithe. How will it work? How will it work? Oh, Papa, I believe this year God will say to me, I'm going to marry by miracle, by force. I receive my husband. God check them out. They can't even lay a bed. Some are also busy, tied down with one guy. They are not ready to let go, let him off. Yeah, every day, wherever you meet them, they are together. Every day. Listen, lady, don't waste your time around a guy who is every day. Let's go here, let's go here, let's go here. And they are not buying the things that will make you marry. Don't waste your time. Am I communicating here? Faith is action. Faith is what? You can't say you are marrying this year and you are buying nothing. You must buy something. Buy what? When you believe that you came to church, a prophecy went forth, you believe that you are going to conceive. When you go, you go and buy baby stuff. 
That's, that's how faith works. You buy baby stuff. You don't just go sing. You see, that's what uh, Hannah was doing. Hannah did that for a long time. Every year, she went to Silo, fasted and prayed. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When she went home, Hannah, when are you conceiving? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She said, I want a child. She started talking all kinds of rubbish. When one day, Hannah went and then met the prophet of God. And he said, go, the Lord grant you your petition. When she went, the Bible said, Hannah put on music and began to dance. Then her rival, who knew she was barren and has been barren for a long time, looked at her and was mocking. This woman, Edina Abemwewe, that's what you have been doing. We are not seeing anything. Most of the time, the reason why a lot of us can't take action is because we care so much about what people will say. Yes. The opinions of people matter so much to you. No wonder you cannot operate faith. When there is a little headache, you want everybody to know you have a headache. Mrs. <laughs> We pray with you, command the sickness to go, and we tell you, get up, do what you couldn't do before. Say, Pastor, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, faith doesn't work like that. Am I communicating here? Faith is action. Faith is action. Because when you lie down, Satan says, I've got you number two. Satan will be telling you, oh, Listen, don't, don't, how can you, how can you say you are aware when you are feeling the pain? You see, you see, that is a lie from the pit of hell. Faith is not a feeling. Faith is not what? A feeling. Faith is a spiritual force. That only goes into full manifestation when we begin to act like it. When you believe and you begin to act like it, then manifestation begins to follow. That's how Abraham became a father of many nations. Abraham couldn't believe. God told him, Abraham, he met him, he said, Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Multitudes will come out of you. Abraham said, okay, father, I'm here. I'm following you. Later on, Abraham began to complain. He said, ah, but you have been following me all this while. When is it going to happen? He said, you make me a father of many nations. I'm seeing nothing. God said, Abraham, you see, you have a challenge. Come out. He brought him out and showed him the pictures everywhere. He said, Abraham, see, can you count the stars? He said, I can't count them. He said, now, that is how your children will be. Then he said, Abraham, because of the way you are doing things, you are delaying the thing. Come, let me change your name. From henceforth, you will not be called Abraham, but you are going to be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made you. So that henceforth, everywhere you go, when people ask, what is your name? He said, because Abraham wanted not to be mocked. Let me tell you, hear me. Most people, our faith sometimes don't work because we don't want to be mocked. You had to be mocked. You had to be mocked. But faith works for those. God makes those who are mocked by men. When you allow yourself to be mocked by men, when God makes you, everybody sees it. Am I complicating here? But most of us, we are too ashamed before God. Doing the right thing before God makes you feel ashamed. 
Faith is not just talk. Faith is action. James chapter 4, verse, chapter 2, verse 14 to 26. James chapter 4, 2, verse 14 to 26. Let's see. He says, What is the use? Profit, my brethren. For anyone to profess that I have faith, amplify. That if he has faith, with no good works to show for it, can such faith save him? Look at verse 15. He says, If a brother or a sister is poorly clad and lacks food for each day, verse 16, and you say, one of you says, Goodbye, good day, keep yourself warm and well fed without giving the necessities for the body. What good does that do? Verse 17. So also, somebody says, So also. If it does faith, if it does not have works, these actions of obedience to back it up. So your faith, your confession of faith needs some actions of obedience. Somebody say actions of obedience. Actions. To back it up by itself is destitute of power. I like this uh, rendition. Is destitute of power. Inoperative and dead. Verse 18. He said, but someone will say to you then, you will say you have faith and have good works. Now show me your alleged faith apart from good works, if you can. And I, by good works of obedience, will show you my faith. Look at verse 19. You believe that God is one. You do well. How many of us believe? And I'm telling you, I meet people all the time who tell me, Papa, I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for this. I'm believing. People are believing God for almost every day. Somebody watches TV until it's 11 a.m. When you ask him, he says, I'm believing God for a job. Do you know how people who are truly believing God for a job behave? Those who are truly believing God for a job, when it's time for people to go to job, they dress up as if they are going for a job. Am I communicating here? You don't sit in your room and say, I'm believing God. The job will not come to you. A lot of people talk lazy faith. Lazy faith. If you are looking for somebody to marry, you better be very, very careful. Praise God. Very, very, very careful. People who can speak loud tones, but are not ready to do anything. Very lazy. Give them little job, they are sleeping. But when it's prayer time, listen, Faith must be backed up by works. Get up early in the morning and get busy. All, I mean, go and read the book of Hebrews chapter 11. All of them, every one of them, the Bible said by faith, Abraham, when he was told to go to a place, we shall later receive. He got up. He didn't sit down one minute. Got up and began to go. The same way when God told him, Abraham, go and sacrifice your son. He didn't sit down to debate it. He immediately moved into action. Most of you, God has spoken certain things to your heart. But you are waiting. Oh, Lord, Papa, I'm waiting for a certain capital. When God spoke to you, he knew how he was going to organize the capital. Get busy and get into motion. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. Everyone whose faith worked in scripture was a man of action. Be on the move. Faith moves God. And it takes those who move are the people who can move God. I like it when the Bible says of this man, Noah. The Bible says, by faith, Noah. Give me Hebrews chapter 11, verse, I think verse 7 or so. By faith, Noah. Hebrews chapter 
Good. Hebrews. By faith, Noah, being one of God, of things not seen as yet, move with fear. Somebody say move. 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 If you are not a mover, you are not in faith. Faith moves people. Once you believe, you are moved, naturally moved to act. Naturally moved to act. If you are not acting, you are not in faith. Faith is essentially action. You can confess, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, until they bury you. Until you get up on your feet and begin to act healed, you will never manifest healing. I see healing manifesting in your body. Three key things about your action. One, your action validates the authenticity of your faith. Your action. Somebody say my action. Validates the authenticity of your faith. Every authentic faith is action driven. Every authentic faith. Fake faith is only a talk talk. But action driven faith is authentic faith. Number two, your act, every word of God you receive will demand a work of faith to deliver its desired results. Never forget, every word of God, somebody say every word of God. Every word of God you receive would demand a work of faith to deliver its desired results. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. He says, First Thessalonians 1, 3. He said, remembering without ceasing your work. Somebody say your work. Your work, your work of what? Faith. Every word of God you receive would demand a work of faith. Work of faith. Work of faith. I mean, is that not what the same thing the, same thing the Bible says in the book of uh, James chapter 1, verse 25. James 21, 5. King James, he says, But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, James 1, 25. Whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Somebody said the doer of the work. Most of the time, we hear the faith message, but we are not ready to do the work of faith. The work of faith will always be required for results to be delivered. Number three, your faith, your action. Until your actions are consistent with your beliefs and confession, your faith can never work. Somebody say my action. My action. Say my action. my action. Until my actions are consistent with your confession and your believing, your faith will never work can never work. What you believe in your heart and you confess, you must be doing the same thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. You must be doing the same thing. Three characteristics about faith provoke actions. When an action is provoked by faith, what are the characteristics? Number one, it defies logic. Faith provoke actions defy logic. 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 Most people's faith usually are rendered inoperative. Because of logic, they reason and reason and reason and reason until they reason out faith out of their DNA. Faith is not logic. When God told Abraham, go unto a land that I will show you, he didn't see it, and yet he began to move. Everybody he spoke to would tell him, Abraham, you are mad. Which land are you going? He said, I'm going to a land somewhere. He said, what is the name of the country? I don't know. Who is the president of that country? I don't know. Where is the embassy of that country? I don't know. What will people say? Abraham, you are now a mad person. At 75, I'm sure they will tell him dementia or something. They will give him all kinds of conditions. But later on, 
when he landed in Canaan, all the people who mocked him before knew that the man has landed. This year, God will take you to his place. The place he has ordained for you, you will get there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Most of the time, people know uh, how, now, now, uh, uh, I know, Papa has prayed for me, but uh, I have to conceive first before I start buying baby things. So Satan will be waiting. I have to have a beloved first before I start uh, buying stuff. What of if the beloved come tomorrow? Somebody will have a miracle marriage, you see. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. So faith actions defy logic. They don't make sense. Faith actions don't make sense. Number two, faith actions are never risk-free. They are never what? They are never risk-free. I can imagine uh, Joshua and the rest of the Israelites before the walls of Jericho. <laughs> people are carrying ammunition inside. These people are just walking around it, walking around it, walking around it seven times, walking around it. Everybody who sees you taking that kind of action says you are a foolish person. Because how can you walk around this building and expect that it will collapse? But that's the action of faith. It doesn't make sense. Number two, the actions of faith are never risk-free. When God told Peter, Jesus told Peter, he said, step up and come with me. Let's walk on the boat. It was not easy. When he started walking on the sea, barefooted, all the disciples, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the man was on the sea. Then all of a sudden, when the waves started coming in, the Bible says he became afraid. Most of the time, people can easily step out in faith. But allow circumstances of life because they are not mindful of the fact that actions of faith will always be associated or accompanied with risk. They, they buy out when the risk comes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Actions of faith are never risk-free. God is speaking to you about launching out a particular business. You are thinking, Okay, if I now resign this my job and now I go and start and it doesn't work, how will I eat? You see, that is the risk that has kept people where they are. And for years, they see people doing the same thing God spoke to them about many years ago. And the people are prospering now. He say, ah, as for this thing, when I left school, I really wanted to do this, you know. So why didn't you do it? Faith. Faith. Listen. Nobody steps out in faith being exactly sure of what will happen. Did you hear that? Yes, I said nobody. If you stepped out in faith being sure exactly what will happen, then you are operating like God. But God knows the end from the beginning. All he needs, because you see, the moment you step out in faith knowing what will happen at the end, it means you are actually not operating by faith. Because faith steps out not knowing how it's going. But it believes that God is faithful to bring you to unexpected end. That's how faith operates. That's how faith operates. Actions of faith. Number three, actions of faith. Faith provoked actions will always give birth to miracles. And this year, amazing miracles will follow your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is telling you, start this thing. He said, I don't know how I'll start. I don't know anybody. Listen, just get up and start. The moment you start, all of a sudden you see people coming in. Yes. 
People coming in from the left to the right. You will be wondering, were these people there before? They were there. They've been there all these years. While you were contemplating, they have been there. In fact, they've been waiting on you. Until you stepped out, they will not be released. God said, they said, there is no one. Jesus said, okay, there is no one. Fetch water. They didn't stand there and argue with him. Fetch water. We say we, are, we want one. He said, fetch water. Too much. No, they say, fed water. And Jesus' mother told him, This is my son, this is how he is. Once he has started talking mad things like this, just obey him. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. And the Bible said, They fed the water. When they fed the water and finished, afterwards, he said, Okay, you have fed the water into the, this, that's fine. Go and fetch it now. It's wine. Go and fetch it. Go and give it to the organ, the chairman at the occasion. Now, he didn't say, Taste it first. He said, go and give it to the ogre. Now, if you give it to the ogre, listen, 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 listen. Those days, things were not done by heart. Because if you were even serving in the king's house and you wanted to give the king wine, you have to drink it first. But Jesus said, go and take it to the ogre, quarter, quarter. One, you have to have faith that the thing is wine. Two, you have to have faith that the man will dare to take it from you and take it. But when they took it and the man took it, he said, I've never tasted wine like this. I've never tasted wine this sweet. Why? Water became wine. Not when it was in it as water. When they fed it and they were ready to drink it, it became wine. Most of the time, people are just sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and they think faith works. Faith doesn't work like that. Anywhere I've seen people demonstrate faith, I've seen action. Real practical action back in it. If you are not ready to act, you are not ready to operate in faith. Faith is not talk. That's why you have been talking and talking and things are still the same. Faith is not belief. Faith is action. Praise God. Hearing has its place. Believing has its place. Confession has its place. But most importantly is your action. So faith that works is action based. Somebody say action based. Say action base. In closing, faith that will work is strengthened by praise and thanksgiving. Faith that will work is strengthened by what? Praise and thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving. Praise. Anywhere people of faith are, praise is their song. You, you see them singing every day. When you don't have a song, you don't have faith. Every time you believe, Music will follow. I like this one. Psalm 106 verse 12. He said, they believe his word and sang his praise. Psalm 106 verse 12. They believe his words and they sang what? His praise. They believe his word and sang his what? So if you are not singing, you don't believe. Can somebody give me an amen here? If you are not singing, you don't believe. You can't believe and not sing. Every time we believe, we sing. And I see that manifesting in the life of a man. Now, the life of a man, Abraham. The Bible says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But he was strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God. Abraham would wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I'm forever grateful that my children are here. I'm forever grateful. I'm a father of multitudes. I'm forever grateful that my children are here. Everyone will call father of multitudes. Abraham began to sing. 
He sang and sang and sang and sang until the miracle in Dizaki. Most people are looking for sympathy. That's why you are not singing. Your face is straight. Oh, could you add it? Say, oh, brand, say, I had the power. Listen. Faith. When you are full of faith, you will sing. You will sing. In the morning when I rise, I will lift up my eyes and behold, I will dance. That's how faith filled people are. They are full of music and singing. Why? Because if you believe God has sorted it out, you will show forth with your praise. Am I communicating here? It, I mean, First Peter chapter 1, verse 8. He said, whom having not seen, I like the scripture. Whom having not seen, whom having not seen, First Peter 1, 8. Whom having not seen, yet ye love. Whom don't know you see him not, yet believing. You rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of what? Glory. You rejoice with joy unspeakable. The Bible says, although the fig trees shall not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vine. The labor of the olives shall fail, and the flock shall be cut off from the field. Yet I will rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. For blessed is the Lord my God. He will make my feet like the hen's feet. The Bible says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for as I yet praise him. Now listen, if you are not a praiser, your faith will never work. Most of the time, people are waiting. Oh, let me wait. When it is finished, then I will dance. Listen, we dance before we see it. Men of faith, don't see it and dance. They dance before they see it. In fact, the quicker you dance, the quicker it manifests. Give me a believing amen here. Give me a believing amen here. Three ways praise helps your faith to work. Three ways praise and thanksgiving makes your faith work. One, praise and thanksgiving shifts your attention and focus from your challenge to God and his word. That's what, that's what you need. Because most of the time, the reason why people falter in faith is because they are not focusing on the word of God. They are looking everywhere apart from the word of God. Look at everywhere. Look at the situation that's not changing. Look at the, the goose in the shop that are not moving. So you can't sink. But when you begin to praise God, your attention is on God. Your circumstance, notwithstanding, God begins to take over. I see God take over for someone. God will take over for you this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. It shifts your focus. The Bible says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Shift your focus. Number two, praise gives you unhindered access to the voice of God. Unhindered. When you celebrate and you give thanks, you are open to the voice of God. And when God speaks, faith comes. That's how praise and thanksgiving strengthens your faith. It gives you unhindered access to the voice of God. God doesn't speak to depressed people. Let me tell you, if you want to hear the voice of God, it's not depression. God doesn't speak to depressed people. Every time he's ready to speak, he wants either silence Faith in silence or high praises. High what? High praises. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 29 and 30. The Bible said, 
And ye shall hear a song as in the night when a holy solemnity is kept and gladness of heart as when one goeth up to come into the mountain of the Lord to the mighty one of Israel. Verse 30, he said, and the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. God's voice is not heard in depression. God's voice is heard in praise. When your praise goes up, his voice comes down. I see God speaking into your challenge. I see God speaking into your situation. I see God speaking into your challenge. In the name of Jesus. Again, how does praise and thanksgiving strengthen your faith? It positions you at the very center of the very center of God's way. Praise puts you at the center. Somebody say at the center. At the center. At the center of it all. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. It puts you at the very center. You see, faith is absolute when we are planted in the will of God. When the will of God is known, faith is established. And nothing puts you in the center of the will of God than thanksgiving. He said, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. By you, in everything, you remember. In everything, you complain. As you live here, I see the spirit of praise and thanksgiving going with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Listen, you don't have to understand the situation to give thanks. You have to know that God is working it all out for your good. You are not dancing because you are blind. You are dancing because you can see the outcome. And you know that at the end of it all, you are coming out victorious and triumphant. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anything that robs you of your praise, robs you of your faith. Anything that dries the praises of God out of your tongue also moves your heart away from faith. From this month, your faith will work like never before. From henceforth, your faith will ever be working. In the mighty name of Jesus, every, every heaviness, every form of heaviness, every high-heightedness of mind, every heaviness of spirit, I cast it out from your life. In the name of Jesus, Receive the garment of praise. Receive the garment of praise. Receive the garment of praise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santa Serranabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you.